What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, baby. Hello, my love. Uh, ready to talk about some sex? Uh huh. So, um, great. Yeah, great. That's fantastic. Let's talk about that. I love that. I love it too. We've been. You love it too. Too. I love it too. That's. I love it. <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> I'm. Talk about shagging. <laughs> yeah. I've been working on my accents. Have you? Yeah. I mean, you, you sh- name it, I can fucking do it. I've been working on all the hard. accents. All you can do. Yeah. Uh, can you do like a southern drawl, please? What? Wow. Why, sure, lady. <laughs> How about... Are you Forrest Gump right uh, now? Uh, yeah. He's a drawer. Jenny. Jenny, <laughs> let me put it in you. Oh, don't. Jenny, please. No, please. I gotta... I've been a virgin my whole life. Okay, I gotta take my headphones off. <laughs> you don't like that? That, that doesn't no, make I you feel like good? I don't like it at all, no. I didn't like it. Jenny. No, no. What? What's this stuff seeping out of me? <laughs> Didn't she jerk him off in the movie? I think oh, yeah. oh, Jenny. Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh, Jenny. I sneezed out of my wee wee. Oh, Isn't that what he said? No. Any other uh, accents? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
we lost uh, all of our uh, subscribers <laughs> right there. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. What about a like a Newfoundland accent? Um, good day, mate. <laughs> I, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna work on it. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, <laughs> French. <laughs> you do a French one. Um. <clears throat> But of course. Oh, oh, may we, may we? But of course. Hello. Uh, <clears throat> uh, actually, you know what? I'm, Zoot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm really good. This is this has nothing to do with anything. But I'm really good at um, making up languages that aren't real languages. Right. Like French, I'm really good at it. Yeah. Can you? Oui, le canton sont pas Alors, I actually feel like my gums are trying to squeeze my teeth out of my head. <laughs> That's how that makes me feel. And uh, uh, I can do Japanese as well. Is that racist? Is it because it get racist when you make up a language? Like if I, uh, I don't think so. I don't think it is either. Just what does it sound like to you? What do you, what does it sound like when other countries like people from other countries like if a Japanese person's like this is what an English person sounds like they're like hi I'm Bridey Heidi Bridey Pridey Bridey you know what I mean like how do you how do you fake English how do you fake English um, there are some really good English impersonators out there yeah um, it, like I feel like when lot. I hear that I'm, I'm I feel like that's what it's like to have a stroke could you try to do it like with the it would just be basically really? taking the same uh, vowel sounds, but changing up the consonants, I would think. Yeah, right. Like, instead of saying, um, instead of saying, like, I like you, it would be like, oi, not, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you. <laughs> Big B, I can't focus when you're chewing your butt. That's the thing. We have our dog in the studio, and he's never not just, like, Bigs. Chewing on his cock or like, like it's not a cock. Sticking He's his a dog. tongue straight into his asshole. Big B, just leave your butthole alone. It's you, you friggin' mutt. My God. All right, wait, so, so, so we're, we, we're really on a roll here, Brad. Yeah. We haven't fucking touched on sex once. Um, God, I hope our guest this week is good. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what did you want to talk about? Was there anything you wanted to talk about? No, not really. I mean, I I, uh, I saw my surgeon. I'm all better. Oh, so you're allowed to lift heavy things again? All, all healed up, ready to li- lift up the ladies. Yeah. And uh, do that li- that heavy lifting sex again? I, you know the the spinner action, <coughs> like where yeah. you can you can still be on the bottom. Yeah, the standing uh, the standing but, spit roast. Yes, with only one side, <laughs> the broken spit roast. I believe is what it's called. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to do much heavy lifting with my with my dick, and now and now I can. <laughs> so that's what she said. She was like, "You can do heavy lifting and, with your arms and your penis." Do you just tie a, like a weight, a little weight on a string to your penis, and then and then try to get yourself hard so it pulls up? What's crazy is that is a thing that like people have assumed it works to like. Lengthen? Elongate the really? dick. Really? Yeah. 
which I've is seen, not the case. What it's actually really bad for those you. situations where there's a piercing through the head or whatever, yeah, and they're lifting they're lifting things up with it. Oh my god, Bridie, what the fuck? Have you I? never seen that? No, I don't, and I don't want. You've to. never seen people lift weights with their penis. I've seen monks do it for some <laughs> weird reason, but not through a piercing through your head. Yeah, I what don't... What are you going to, Rotten.com? Get the fuck off. No. Stop that. Uh, lifting weights with your penis. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Why are we talking about this? I wonder if there's a, an equivalent to that with a vagina. Yeah. With a Lifting weights with your penis. Oh, you're going to like this photo. Oh, no, I don't want to see the photo. That's not a real. That's not a real thing. But what, is it, what does Google say about that? Is, is, this a, is this a subculture? Is this kind of a thing... Is this a, a Chinese man lifts three crates of beer using nothing but his penis? Yeah. See, for some reason, I've seen I've seen like Asian men do it. Yeah. Mostly monks is what uh, I feel like I've seen. I've seen monks get kicked in the balls a lot too. Like they, I, I guess they maybe they like uh, they they pride themselves on like on think, like on sort of dick. I think I have to read this uh, article. Uh, uh, dick strength and like dick defense. Oh, that didn't work at all. I it, there was like a little image that I wanted. I wanted to see what it meant. It said, um, "The ten worst things that can happen to your penis." Oh Jesus Christ! Oh no, this you is don't... making my dick hurt. Yeah, read it. <laughs> uh, I can't get to it. Hang on one sec. Men's health. It's just taking me to Pinterest. I don't want to see that. Whose Pinterest? <laughs> <laughs> Whose Pinterest is? Is surrounding uh, the worst things that that can happen to the penis. Is, is, is there like a bunch of porn on Pinterest? There, yeah, there probably. Oh, I don't know. I don't really watch it, but um, probably. I mean, it seems like image Pinterest, based. Pinterest was like the they, wholesome thing that my mom uses to figure out what kind of like wicker baskets uh, to put in the room. Um, invaginated. Invaginated dick. What's that mean? It that sounds means, right. Oh my god, that it means, sounds like it's it means what it's your penis to do. goes in you. No, yes. Like so, it shrinks yes. so much that it goes in you. Mm, uh, trapped penis, also known as trapped penis. Uh, invagination is usually the result of some kind of forceful impact on your rod. Basically, oh. your penis is smashed straight back into your body with so much force that it becomes trapped oh. in the fatty subcutaneous tissue located between your pelvis and pecker. Oh, fuck. That's the technical term. Oh, shit. Who's doing that? Doctors use to describe your penis being turned inside out. Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck. That sounds awful. Um, oh, Jesus. I thought your dick would just break. Mm. He's one time, one time when I was in Beavers, um, we were doing a, <laughs> we were, <laughs> it's, why do they call it Beavers? It's horrible. Uh, one time I was in Beavers, we were doing the Beaver, or actually it was Cubs, uh, a step up from Beavers. We were doing the Cub Car race and we would race these little block cars that we would spend time with our dads making. And uh, we were in the mall doing this huge race with all the other Cub uh, organizations like around the HRM. And this bird was inside the mall. And the bird was trying to get out, and he flew right into a window. Oh. And so we all, as kids, were like, let's go find him. And we ran upstairs, and we found him. And his beak no. had invaginated into his face. No. Did he die? No, he, was he was dead, he right? He was dead as fuck, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, his beak he, went straight into his brain. He died So basically, what happened to that bird's beak is what has happened to some 
Some poor gentleman. <gasps> You're going to love this one. Oh my God, I feel it already that I do not. Um, <coughs> the Kandiru, or toothpick fish, has been known to dart into the penis. I've heard about this. Um, it's in like, it's like a bacteria, right? Or it's like in some like Amazonian rivers. Yeah, it's a freshwater catfish. Uh, and once it gets in there... It opens a network of umbrella-like spines. Jeez! Oh! (laughs) Fuck! Oh, no. Extraction is as painful as you would imagine. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck that fish. Uh, Yeah, that that really is... um, Okay, is there more? There's lots. There's, like... Broken penis. There's, I've heard uh, stories of that. That sounds awful. I would never want that to happen. Uh, after drinking too much, most guys have misplaced keys or a wallet or $100 spent on shots for buddies. But one Dominican Republic man woke up from a bender to find his penis missing. What? Neighbors of the 64-year-old informed him a dog attacked him while he was drunk and chewed it off. Oh. Oh, my God. And he just didn't he was like oh that sucked i gotta go to bed and then woke up the next morning without a wee wee uh my god no a florida man filed suit against a staffing agency after his penis and testicles were shorn away by an industrial peeler oh oh (laughs) fuck oh my god (laughs) jesus this is I fuck you know what's crazy is I was just about to say you know we get these emails from couples and people that listen to the podcast and they're like it's it's great man it turns me on it gets me fucking ready to fuck and I was about to say I there's no one listening to this right now who's getting turned on but there well, there could be there, there could, could be. be and if that is you no shame uh good on you not not my it's not the kind of thing that makes me horny you know what actually it's doing right now is it's making me invaginated because my dick is just shriveling right it's, up into my it's going fatty tissue between my see you never fucking pelvis and my gooch okay let's move on okay yeah. uh that hurt i <laughs> <clears throat> uh, hope you enjoyed that ladies and gentlemen uh, let's move forward to the next uh the email that just came in a right. brain boner <laughs> um yeah so this is uh, an email i won't say who it's from so here's a question that i've never heard anyone talk ask i'm a 30 year old man i have plenty of partners and have had plenty of exploratory sex i somewhat enjoy sex but i don't have a lot of it because when i finish during sexual situations i come without sensation sex feels good during but at the end it's just like bleh done it sucks i've had orgasms alone not a lot but only without porn and through imagination it's called sexual anhedonia and i'm just wondering if you two have ever if you two have heard of this ever it's too embarrassing to talk about with partners or doctors i am an anxious person but i have been in very long relationships that i have been comfortable in all other ways with the person i have what would be considered a low sex drive because of this (coughs) 
Thanks. Interesting. I've never heard of this. Can you can you pull that up, Ride? Uh, you want me to Google it? Anadonia or whatever yeah, it is? Yeah, I was just reading it earlier. Um, this it's buried under all of those penis nightmares. Oh, God. Um, hang on. The thing I don't, uh, that I don't quite understand there is that, like, sure, that sounds like it, it would be a real bummer to, like, to have a orgasm that's just, like, blah, like, whatever. Um, but hey, if it feels good during the act of having sex, mm. you know, like, yeah, revel in that. I like. I feel like that would be that would be where I would find where I. You know, this is me just speaking. If the, it's it's easier said than done, I'm sure. But if I feel like if I was in that situation, I, I would be looking at that the act of of elongating that foreplay, elongating that 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 make fuck time to enjoy that period and 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 not have to worry about um when it's going to stop or 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 not have to like focus on like can't wait to come you know just like be i feel like it'd be one of those things that really fucking drives you into being in the moment of being like fuck drunk in the moment you know so anhedonia is is a broad term that is the inability to experience pleasure from activities usually found enjoyable. Example, exercise, oh. hobbies, singing, sexual activities, or social interactions. While earlier definitions of anhedonia emphasized pleasurable experience, more recent models have highlighted the need to consider different aspects of enjoyable behavior, such as motivation or desire to engage in activities. So motivational anhedonia. Uh, as compared to the level of enjoyment of the act, act act itself. So when I scroll down to sexual anhedonia, it basically says what this fellow said. Uh, sexual anhedonia in males is also known as ejaculatory anhedonia. This condition means that the person will ejaculate with no accompanying sense of pleasure. The condition is most frequently found in males, but women can suffer from lack of pleasure when the body goes through or, uh, the orgasm process as well. It may be caused by hyperprolactinemia um prolactin isn't that uh, the stuff that uh females produce like pretty heavily when they're pregnant um prolactin prolactin i yeah, don't know you'll sure. have to um okay so hypoactive sexual desire disorder disorder so inhibited sexual desire uh low levels of the hormone testosterone Spinal cord injury, multiple sclerosis, sclerosis, mm. uh, use of SSRI antidepressants, mm. um, use of antidopamine, I can't say that, antipsychotics, um, fatigue and physical illness. Um, it sounds to me... I was right, by the way. Prolactin is the... It's, it's the protein that is best known for its role to enable mammals, usually females, to produce milk. So it's like, uh, baby time. Baby's hungry. So you said you feel uh, anxiety. And the, mm. I, I'm sure you've read up on this. You're 30, so... <coughs> I mean, there is a... <coughs> if it says, it, you know, if you're over your early to mid-20s, then um, you... I'm just seeing that it's uh it's it's what's it called connected to um schizophrenia sometimes too, but you would be you would know that about yourself or um maybe not. Uh, it it seems to me like a very general anhedonia seems like a, in in all of its applications kind of a 
form of depression. Mm. So um, if you know you, you suffer from anxiety, like are you taking meds for that? And could they be um, getting in your way? And, you know, if it is depression, then I definitely not an expert, but the first things to start with are definitely diet and exercise yeah yeah for sure and here's the thing like, and that especially if there's like low if you're experiencing low levels of mm -hmm. testosterone which is another cause then again diet and exercise mm -hmm. i um I, there there's i just want to like throw this out there that there's nothing embarrassing about this no um totally totally legit and and valid that you might feel embarrassed but um but there's nothing embarrassing about that. Um, it's you just don't feel pleasure in a in a part of your life where most people do. Um, you shouldn't run into anyone in your life that would you know shame you for that. And <clears throat> I don't know, like if this is something that you've never gone to speak to a doctor about, swallow that pill. Just get o get over get over that hump of like of embarrassment and shame, and just do it because there might be an answer to this. Um, there might be an answer to this just waiting for, for you to kind of hop on it. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. If you, if you haven't talked to any professionals about it, then go for it because it sounds like, it sounds like maybe, <laughs> you know, your anxiety and, and this is, are probably connected. And, um, there's, there's people out there that obviously know much more than Jeremy and I about this. Mm -hmm. um, just a side note, there is a form of anhedonia that is called a specific musical anhedonia. Um, people who do not have any issue processing musical tones or beat yet receive no pleasure from listening to music. Sounds like Brian. Really? Yeah. I, fuck, we got in this argument the other day. I was like, what kind of music do you like? And he was like, I don't know. I don't really like music. I'm like, are you fucked? That's so funny because <laughs> I, I remember talking to Brian about how he doesn't like to have music on during sex. And I'm mm. like. I've actually, I've met a couple of people that said the same thing. Really? I, yeah. They just don't like it during sex. I don't get it. I, I love it. It's great. I had sex with someone once who brought their own playlist. Uh, I, I do that as well. Yeah, that's what I meant you. Oh, me. Oh, yeah. That's me. I've got one. Yeah, it's called the Smangit List. <laughs> Smangit? It's actually called Smangit. Yeah. Oh. And it's in my iTunes. And uh, actually, I've, I've, I've used the Smangit List uh, with a, a number of partners. Uh-huh. And all of them have, um, have given me compliments on my Smangit List. <laughs> And they've all asked to like <laughs> Wait. have like to be able to use it or to like take <laughs> screenshots of it so that they can like make make one of their own. Um, do you have a routine? <laughs> uh, a routine in terms of like to choreograph to the music. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So once uh, once Drake's finished, that's when I start to. That's when I always flip to doggy okay and then and then it's once uh kanye's over uh -huh. that's when we roll back onto my back and then uh i i allow my partner to uh dominate the situation for a moment but then once um once van morrison kicks in then um, i no i'm just kidding there's no van morrison uh of course not it doesn't seem to fit in with the rest of the list now what happens it's a lot if r&b it's a lot of like it's a lot of r&b and like have has it ever Slow your routine like ever gone awry because like someone tries to put your 
penis in their mouth, but it's not the right moment. And if that has ever happened to you, how how do you feel in that moment? What do you do to get back Someone's on track? Someone's tried to put their penis in my mouth. <laughs> You're... I'm not. I'm never in that situation. <laughs> Okay, but but Is that what, what you're if, asking? No, I'm confused. Are you I high? no, I just took uh, your yoga class and I'm all yoga brain and also I feel like shit right now. So, right. well, for anyone who is wondering, uh, I'll go through my smangit list right okay, now. Okay, great. Uh, there's ASAP Rocky, Chet Faker, Drake, Frank Ocean, Glass Animals, XXYYXX, that kind of shit, right? That like no moody women sort of. Uh, yeah, there's FKA Twigs. Uh, there is, um, so it's basically your yoga playlist as well. Yeah, basically (laughs) it basically is, uh, it's two hours long and, uh, and it's, I mean, it's, I, it's dialed in. It's really good. However, here's a funny, here's a quick little story before we throw it to this week's episode. There was a time where I was using that list and, uh, I had, I had just kind of like altered it and just added to it one night right before a date came over. And everything was all set in place. And this was a new partner, newish partner. And uh, like this may be like the second time we were sleeping together. And in the middle of the playlist, this Father John Misty song comes on. And it's a total love ballad. It's like, we're going to spend the rest of our life together song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, ooh, this is not, this is, I, I hope they don't listen to the lyrics of this song. I hope they don't take this the wrong way because this is not this song is not meant for them <laughs> so you hopped up and you were like oh, no, uh, oh, sorry that was a, a different playlist that's the, i'm definitely gonna marry you playlist that's uh, one i only play for bride <laughs> yeah uh, uh all right let's start to this week's episode i actually don't know whose whose episode we're doing we, we, we but it was a good one holy fuck it was a good one it was great you yeah. guys are gonna love it i hope you love it as much as we did yeah we we, we got a bunch of episodes that we recorded in batch and and uh Friday's going away for for the weekend, so we're kind of doing this for, for my man's my birth my birthday boyfriend. Oh yeah, that's right. Happy yeah. birthday, man! That shall not be named. <laughs> um, uh, cool. Well, love y'all. Hope you enjoy this week's episode. Uh, see you on the other side. Bye bye. But anyway, when she was a baby... Dude, having any kid seems like a fucking nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No offense. Yeah, no. When uh, Sophia was a baby, she didn't... She literally didn't sleep more than a couple of hours in a row for maybe the first three years of her life. Yeah. And I lived with uh, my sister at the time, and my sister was a single mom, and it was crazy making I've never seen and and my sister is like one of the most sane people that I know she's pretty calm cool and collected yeah but her I've never like that's that's that will drive the sanest person into yeah my sister just had a baby yeah and Hudson is uh just turned a year yeah he's like a year and a bit yeah and uh he's again like one of those like super babies Oh, he's so chubby and just so perfect. cute, mm-hmm. and also just so good, and like just never not happy. Yeah, also a white male. 
I, there's, they suck. And awful. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how does that present in a two and a half year old? So yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. You privileged little fuck. Yeah. Like I, if I ever like go back into comedy, it's like a bit that I'm going to develop of like how much I love my son, but also how much I realize I like hate him Truly so much him. for like this like, you, can, perfect Aryan race like baby. He's like good whenever. So can you see his? Funny. Can you see his unpri- his privilege at at age two and a half? I mean, in a way that he's just like <laughs> an independent little like. He's like I control you, mom. He gets yeah, a, he gets ahead in preschool or in uh, in daycare. You know? Yeah, he's, he holds court. Like he they, he yeah. arrives, he walks like through the circle. Like he <laughs> throws his clothes me. down. <laughs> yeah. somebody else picks him up. Yeah, what so. a piece of shit. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> I hate him. Um, so this is this is really cool. Like we don't get to. Have we talked to many parents on the show? I don't think we've had many. Like. But what's crazy is you are, you're not only a parent, mm-hmm. you're like a really young parent. I, I am. Know, I feel like you're a really young parent. Do you? Yeah. I'm 26. 26. So, that's yeah, a fucking that's young. young parent. You, yeah. So you had a kid at 24. I did. Holy fuck. Yeah. Holy. Are you married? I am. Yeah. Okay. Were you married when you had the kid? I was. When did you get married? I got married in September of 2014. Stephanie, you got married at 23. I was twenty three. Same. Yeah. How old's your uh, your your beau? He's three years older than I okay. am. Okay. We're, we're a very similar situation. Yeah. Brady, four years older than me. We got married. I got married at twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, August when I was twenty. It's 20, close. But I guess I'm a little bit older than you, so yeah. it was different years. Um, and then you guys didn't waste any fucking time. No. You just pumped the seed straight into your vajay First try. And, oh <gasps> wow. Like, were you guys like, oh, shit? Well, we knew that we wanted to. Like, I understand that it's not every woman's call. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. Like, motherhood isn't their call. Um, For me, I felt like it was mine. So for... I love hearing that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for the longest time, I would kind of, like, try to convince my partner. I'm like, we should do this. He's like, yeah, your dad's really Catholic, though. So that would not go over well if we're not married first. So... Basically, like, did the signed the legal document and like next month watching Skyfall, mm. having a baby. <laughs> Is that what led to it? You guys were just watching. You guys. Were I mean, like, James Bond does things. <laughs> to does, that. Yeah. yeah. Who's the Who's the Bond girl in Skyfall? Was it Is it Eva Green? It no. Be. Uh, we were very busy. Yeah. I just remember yeah, Adele. Adele the theme song. For yeah, that. she did. Yeah. You know who almost. Did the theme song for Skyfall? I believe it was Skyfall, and they they scrapped it, but they wrote the whole thing and everything. And Death and Punk? nope, Radiohead. Oh. And then they released it. And they were like, "Hey, we did this for Bond. They didn't dig it. We fucking love it. Here right. it is." Oh, they released the song, and it's super cool. Ooh. Yeah, it's very neat. If you're a Radiohead fan, you gotta check it out. Okay. Um. So you banged to Skyfall. Yeah. That's action packed. <laughs> was the sex as action packed as uh, the Bond flick? I would say no, just because it's like, that's a big feat to live up to. It is. I mean, yeah. there, there needs to be grenades involved and yeah. uh, guns and and And, and Judy Dench, of course. Yes, of the course. lady. Yes. Yeah. She was not there. <laughs> Avert your eyes, Judy Dench. I know. This is not for all audiences. So you were really stoked to be, to be a mom. Yeah, I was. And like, I was, again, like, lucky and like, my pregnancy was very normal. My birth was very 
nor like there was no like it was all pretty easy yeah it was all did you have an active sex life throughout your pregnancy yeah Nice. I did, yeah. We were just asking, uh, We so we're recording in, in a batch today, three episodes mm-hmm. today, and uh, earlier in a conversation, I was wondering if the if uh, if you're having sex while you're super pregnant mm-hmm. oh, and your partner's got a monster hog, mm-hmm. can it hurt the baby? Yeah. No, <gasps> no, it can't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what, it can? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, it's good. There's Your cervix is pretty... It's, impenetrable yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what i said, I said. That's yeah what I said. I until it decides it. to open it you can't you can't get in there yeah, yeah no but, but having sex can induce labor it, yeah it can so like near the end you're just like give me it bang yeah oh wow yeah, yeah. sweet banging yeah. on the door yeah so i mean i guess you know you're still in the how long had had you and your partner been together before you got married we had been together for like two and a half three years okay um but had like star-crossed crushes on each other for like six years sure, before right, that. Right. Yeah. Okay, I like now, that. when once you uh, once you uh, dived into marriage, yeah, uh, did you and and you know obviously it was like let's make a fucking baby right mm-hmm. now. What did you notice a difference in your sex lives once the pregnancy became a thing? Sex became different, I guess. Like the sex to make a baby was very like fun intense like passionate sex mm-hmm. i would say just because you're like i want to make another human with you like, yeah, yeah. Right. just a lot of putting a baby yeah, like, come on in you. <laughs> um <laughs> it's exactly the intensity that we that what he said? <laughs> took to it yeah. yeah that's what he said while he yeah. was coming did you know did you know did you feel where you're like i just got knocked up no okay. he I, put the baby in you me. just went back to watching the movie we just yeah we were like oh there's a lot of action happening here okay. um no i think as much as I wanted it, I was also like really terrified of it all at once, mm-hmm. of it becoming a reality. So it was kind of like once I took the pregnancy test, I was like, oh, I'm happy, but this is like also terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is terrifying. Yeah. Like, that's a fucking. It's, it's a process. It is growing yeah. a baby mm-hmm. and it's, then growing a, a person yeah. after that. I mean, it's the craziest process. Mm-hmm. It seems. seems I, to be. It, I mean, re, like I, I get that people are like, yeah, no, we've done this forever, but like it, it just fucking blows my mind that we grow out of each other. Mm-hmm. Like we come, we don't come from trees. We don't come from the fucking ground. We literally we don't just, multiply when water is poured no, on us. That doesn't it's happen. A big one. We literally get made within one of us. Yeah. And we fucking live in there for nine months. Mm-hmm. And then we just slide out of a pussy. Or cut out of a belly button. Yeah. Or dropped off by a stork. One of the three. The three. Those are the main. <laughs> <laughs> but it is fucking crazy. Like, it's just crazy that it's we... kind of alien. It is very alien. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it reminds me... It's. I think it's one of the reasons why it freaks you out so much yeah it's because it's it reminds me of alien so much yeah and i have such a like history with that movie yeah yeah well like <laughs> they look like aliens when they come out too did you and ever- on ultrasounds they look like aliens yeah. yeah my husband does like a great impression of like my son exiting my vagina did you watch it <laughs> he did oh man yeah he i like he wasn't sure and then he's like i gotta know what's happening like so whoa i don't know if i could do it I think you would. I don't know. No, I really, I really don't know. 
I like I say that I know it's he, like, had a, he had a he, I'm he, about to throw up right now right. <laughs> listen he has a little scar from his recent surgery right under his belly button and this morning he was like very sure that something was wrong 100% I was like, like that my, my guts are coming out of my right. fucking yeah. out of this yeah. fucking scar and I'm like I it was down there and I'm like yeah no that's a pimple it was a zit yeah Brady popped it and I was like oh fuck your eyes were as big as saucers though when you came downstairs from the shower you were like something's thought, really wrong I thought yeah. what, was, what was left of my intestines was gonna slip out of this little like <laughs> it's a little big concern slit above my pubic bone yeah. Yeah. yeah turn me on we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um... So, so coming back to the sex, mm-hmm. uh, uh, once the pre- once you found out you were pregnant, mm-hmm. d- like because because I, I pregnancy I know is just like a hormonal fuck journey. Fest. Yeah, yeah, it's just like totally crazy. Mm-hmm. So, did you did your like libido shoot up? Did it go down? Did was it sort of baseline? all around? It yeah, all around. <laughs> yeah, all those things. Uh, like the first, you know, little bit of my pregnancy as. Um, like first trimester stuff, I was really ill all mm. the time, which is not, it it's not conducive to yeah. having sexy times. Um, <clears throat> but then, you know, second trimester, like you feel good. You don't have to worry about getting more pregnant. Yeah. Uh, it's That's just, what I said. It's the best birth control ever. Yeah. It's like, it's already happening. <laughs> Your like boobs are bigger. Like everything's just Ooh, fun. Yeah. So there is something hot about pregnant women. Yeah, you're just like it's, it's very voluptuous, very sexy. Yeah. Oh, and the yeah. glowing and the healthy mm-hmm. hair and like, well, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm probably generalizing, but like the pheromones. If you're into yeah. like, the, you smell better, probably breast milk. Breast milk loves me some breast milk. <laughs> Tell you that right now. There, it's copious when it comes <laughs> in. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's like a honey milk and honey mm-hmm. kind of situation. Nice, I like that. Hmm. How about your husband? Was was it was he 
affected by in in terms of sexually like by your your pregnancyness he just he's like so sweet and he just loves me so much that like just always works he was just like any of it all of it anyway all the time none of the time whatever it's going for you awesome yeah so sounds like a cat a keeper yeah yeah <laughs> big, a big time keeper um yeah so he was happy to bone whatever mm-hmm. and Always to Netflix, though. Always to Netflix, yeah. yeah it's kind of, it's the ritual. <laughs> you mentioned that in your email. I was like, what does that mean? Oh, yeah. Um, so now, our sex life, um, you still have to make that a priority. Like, Or I think it's important, uh, you know, parents give up a lot of their identity when they become parents. Because right. you have to put a lot of your energy into mm-hmm. your tiny human mm-hmm. um but we were still you know interested in like we, we are still humans we are still attracted to each other mom and dad still gotta come like we still have like business that needs to get attended to that's what you say to the baby you're like mom and dad still have to come <laughs> we still gotta come um Eat your and carrots. he's just like okay okay yeah. mommy um so you just gotta have no shame sometimes like sometimes you just gotta put on some paw patrol and which is <laughs> Also on Netflix? Also on Netflix, yeah. uh, And you park your kid. Park your kid in front of that TV. Yeah. Just turn up the volume. Mm -hmm. They love it. They're having, Mm -hmm. they're in heaven, essentially, because that kid's screen time is limited. So he treasures every moment that we get to have sex, because that means he gets to watch (laughs) TV. Does he know what you're doing? No, he just... He's never walked in or anything like that. No, he's got no interest once that... He's two and a half. Like, yeah, but... Oh, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, he's not going to process that shit. Well, you got to wait until you're like... Stop. You don't know Four, that. I think. Four. Yeah. And you're, then just because that's your first memory well, of your parents boning? <laughs> I do have a very early memory of my parents making fuck. Mm-hmm. And I knew that my dad wasn't hurting my mom. But in my mind, I was going... I think he's hurting her and uh, all I could they, what they had to, their trick was I can't believe I'm saying this Good, <laughs> well, my fucking parents don't listen to this podcast uh, their friends they, do yeah their friends do their trick was to turn up their TV really loud and I'm like three doors down mm-hmm. like in the other bedroom and it was a baseball game I remember it was a, it was a Blue Jays game and my dad had turned up real loud and I was like crying in the bed because I just heard them like Doc Martinez like, what are you doing yeah. in there like, can you turn it down <laughs> <laughs> sex immediately stopped yeah. baseball game off mm-hmm. yeah I think I ruined it for them that night <laughs> way to oh go my. do you guys gotta make it quick like do you when you plop them down from the it's trolls? generally a quick yeah um, yeah you only got so much time and is there like a time of day that it usually happens? It depends on how we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so like two o'clock afternoon. coming around. Two o'clock is my time. Yeah. 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 Brody loves the afternoon fuck. Yeah. Well, like at the end of the day, you're just so fucking tired because yeah. you've like reared this human or gone to work and reared like you just. Yeah. And in the morning, someone's like, good morning. The morning, it's, how was your sleep? And you're like, I'm still sleeping. Yeah, the baby is on my face. Like, we're like, (laughs) there's no time. Is he sleeping in your bed? No, but he likes to come in in the morning and uh, cuddle. Slap your face. Slap (laughs) me. Like, 
more so put his Pressing butt on my face. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. Classic butt. No one can see this face, except yeah. you guys. Yeah. yeah. The old wiggle, the butt hole yeah. on the face. On the face. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's already experimenting, which <laughs> yeah. is exciting yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. You mentioned that he has limited screen time. Yeah. Can you talk about that? You know, just trying to... I think it was all better when we were outside more Mm. in the world. So there's just so much on the internet. And it just affects their development in, I think, negative ways. I think TV is great Mm -hmm. and you can learn things. But I also think that too much of it's not... Good. So we just really try to like be aware of like what he's watching, how much he's watching. Man, the, the fact usual. that you're 26 is just as like it's just constantly blowing my mind because I'm going. I'm almost 30, and that's saying like those. What she's saying right now sounds very parenty and adulty. I need to grow the fuck up. Like I'm just like God. I'm almost 30, and you need to limit your. Screen I need to time. limit my own screen time. Like Christ, thank God I don't have a kid right now. Mm-hmm. I'd fuck it up. I feel like, like, did you, do you, you know what I mean? Like, you know how everybody always feels like a fraud? Yeah. But we, but no one ever talks about it. Imposter syndrome. It's like I, you know, teaching yoga, I'm always like, dude, I'm the biggest fucking fraud ever. Yeah. And, or, or, or now with like public speaking and things like that, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? This is stupid. I feel like everybody feels like that. And I, I, and the reason I feel that is because, well, I can't be the only one who feels that. Everyone's got to feel it. And I feel like I've heard people say it. I feel like if I had a kid right now, I would totally fuck it up. And everyone, every time I ever say that to people, they're like, no, you'd be the best dad. You'd be the best dad ever. Oh, my God. Some kid would be so lucky to have you as a dad. And I go, are you fucking crazy? I would totally ruin that human. What are you talking about? Did you feel that? Before, like, because you were stoked to get pregnant. I was. Did you feel any of that shit, like, during the process of before the baby coming? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I still, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Is this choice that I'm making going to fuck you up forever? Like, right. This- That's my favorite response yeah. is just trying not to fuck up my kids. Yeah, just trying not to fuck them up. I heard that screen time actually, um, or that, that kids being exposed to screens, like, a lot of screen time, um, <laughs> before like four years old in ter- in in the longest term studies that actually exist right. which can't be very long term but mm-hmm. um that that kids show less ability to uh uh understand human emotion yeah. as reflected in a from a real live person yeah and like lack skills of like empathy mm-hmm. oh wow yeah it's pretty yeah those are pretty sounds like profound. serial killer maker mm-hmm yeah, kind Jesus. of. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, and those are two huge, like, empathy and, like, recognizing emotions are two huge lessons that, like, I'm really trying to, like, mm. teach my son just with, like, um, I had mentioned, like, I'm still, like, really teaching him consent. Like, he's two and a half, but, like, I think it starts now because he can recognize, like, if I'm upset with something, be like, oh, mommy, you're sad. Like why are you sad? And I'll, you know, explain a feeling that I'm having. And when I'm happy, he's like, oh, mommy, you're happy. And I'll tell him why I'm happy. And he recognizes that. So he's aware if it's something that he had an effect making me feel that emotion, if he wasn't listening to me or something like that, or if I'm praising like uh, something that he does when he's exhibited like great leadership skills or listening or something like that, I'll like praise him and say that that's making me very happy and like def- like really defining those things that he's doing that affects 
me and the way that I'm feeling. Does he understand his own feelings too? Like, I think to some degree, like when he's hurt, he'll be like, mommy, I'm hurt. Or if he's sad because I turn off fucking Papa Toby, like, mommy, I'm <laughs> like, sad. I'm fucking, yeah. this goes off now. Yeah, I can pay attention to you now. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, and he'll be like, oh, I'm happy. Like, so to some extent, I think he does. Um, but his, I don't know, his brain's pretty cool. And I don't, a lot of the things he says is also like, eh, blah, 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 blah. so. Yeah. <laughs> right. It must be so crazy to have this like little thing with a personality that can all of a sudden like have a mind of its own and say things to yeah. you. Um, do you feel like uh, like when you say consent, I think you also mentioned, or maybe you didn't, I just have this on my mind, um, like body autonomy? Yeah, totally. So we also let him like make choices on his body, like what he wants to wear, like when we take him to the store, like he's like gone and picked out like girl clothes, and I'm like, yeah, cool. You want that? Ring awesome. it up. Cool. Um, and kind of like pride in his body too. So like when I'm giving him a bath, I always ask like, oh, can I wash your back? Can I wash your bum? You know, do you want to wash yeah your penis? Do you want to like I'll I use all real um, terminology? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so. I say, like, oh, do you want to wash your penis? And he'll either say yes or no. So if mm-hmm. he says no, I'll be like, oh, can I wash your penis? Um, and just, like, make him feel proud of, like, if he does it himself, I'm like, oh, you've done such a good job. And just giving him pride mm-hmm. in his body. And it's something to be proud of. And it's something that's wonderful that he can celebrate. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I'm learning so much. Yeah, and, and, well, see, this is where my mind goes. And this is me, again, going, yeah, you're going to fuck up a kid if you have a kid. You're saying this, and you're going, and, I, you know, I, use, I say penis, and I say bum. And I'm going, man, how funny would it be, though, if you just kept using the word cock? And you're like, do you want to wash your cock? And then he's like, he just starts... You know, so, oh my God, how fucked up is that? But, so, like, two of my favorite stand-up comedians uh, have a podcast called your mom's house and it's Christina Przyzycki and, and Tom Segura and they're talking about how they just had a kid and he's just starting to like say words and they are trying to teach him instead of saying like potty or poo poo or doo doo they want they're tr- they just keep using the word dump like oh you gotta take a dump like is it time for a dump because they're going how funny is it bit. gonna be when he goes yeah. to grade one and he's like uh, I, I gotta go take a dump like, to me and so I'm fucking as soon as you start saying penis I'm like oh you can say anything though you can anything. use whatever word you want yeah but uh, that's probably not the I mean best it's a good choice. experiment yeah, yeah like yeah. We'll, we'll just get their kid do and my like, kid to meet up in 10 years and yeah, we'll see exactly. like do it with You're the word like spaghetti like just teach him to yeah. say spaghetti wrong that's all I'm yeah, saying yeah I guess so oh I thought you meant like call no. it spaghetti no like, <laughs> no one wants a spaghetti dick do, do you want Wash your spaghetti. <laughs> My spaghetti's real well done to you right now, Mom. <laughs> Mama spaghetti's itchy. <laughs> oh fuck. Do two year olds uh, get boners? Does they do, yeah. It's a little boner, does he? It's got a little baby boner. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, like, just out of nowhere? For oh, no it's reason. Gotta be, yeah, it's sometimes gotta when be he's just... like stretching and waking up, <laughs> yeah. it's waking up. Yeah. Yeah. Baby farts sometimes when he stretches. He'll like stretch. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He does that too. Yeah. Uh, They're not kind of like. Yeah. Baby actually gets boners all the time for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, you think it's no reason. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> too. Oh my true. God. We were talking about that on the last recording. <laughs> Masturbating while your animal's in the room. Um, Anyway, 
Uh, coming back to sex and pregnancy mm-hmm. and all that stuff, mm-hmm. this is something I've actually never asked someone, and I've always kind of been a little bit curious. So you said your pregnancy went well. Yeah, it did. You, that baby slid out of your vagina. vagina. Mm-hmm. Not your hoo-ha, Not. but your vagina. Yeah. But you could say hoo-ha to your kid, and that might be funny, too. Uh, did, did, was there, like, did you have to get, like, stitched up or anything like that? Was there any of that kind of shit? Yeah, so I did tear naturally, like, a little bit. Owie. I didn't have to get cut, um, but... Is the tear, like, like, um, like, where does that tear happen? Is it a tear... Like within the vagina, or is it a tear like on the outside, like you know, between the like the anus and the and the vagina? Yeah, not on the oldest side, like sort of more so in okay to the yeah, it's not like like gooch tore apart, sure, yeah, so it's more <laughs> right. like internal tearing, yeah, interesting. And so, you get stitched up, obviously, they're gonna yeah. like try to fix that up by stitching you up. How yeah. Did you, were you given like a time period of like, all right, you're you're not going to be able to engage in sex for X amount of time? Yeah. So typically, I think it's around four weeks. So that was kind of the same for me. Like, what's like about when you're feeling like they said four weeks. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, it might be longer. Just whatever you're feeling. If you try and it doesn't feel good, just stop and try again. Whenever that is that you feel like it again. So it was probably like. Five or six weeks, mm-hmm. kind of after um, I had uh, my son, that we tried again. That we watched Skyfall again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's put that movie back. Always, I like that one. Yeah. Um, was it? Was it there? Was there a transitional period of like, you know? So I just had surgery, and mm-hmm. and we were just talking about it earlier, and so like I have these incisions on my abdomen. And one is like really close to, it's basically on my pubic bone. It's like right above my pubic bone. Mm-hmm. And so uh, <clears throat> sex right now is like a little bit, it's had to It's had to sort of evolve or change a bit in terms of how it's performed. And, um, and I don't know how long that will last. I'm hoping just another like couple of weeks or so. But did you find that like there was a period where you had to alter or like adjust or modify your sex until you could sort of slide back into some sort of normalcy with your body yeah there was like definitely some positions that were like nope this one's just like off limits Mm. for now like like handstand plow like that that one was off the table for a good couple months yeah um this is one of my favorites though (laughs) (laughs) um it was a lot of like more so me on top where I had more control of like depth mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. where it was and when it was touching that was like better after birth just from like having to get stitched and just like being stretched out and then stretching back together and just mm-hmm. being able to be more in control of it made it more enjoyable for both of us because he doesn't like freaking out like okay which hump is going to like make you be in pain it yeah, was just like right. I was yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What um, what about your hormones and stuff? Like, did you feel like how did you feel about your body after having a baby? Mm. It felt like just really cool and powerful because I was like, my tiny little body just like shot out this human, and that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was kind of like Wonder Woman esque. I'm like, I'm so cool. I'm amazing. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool, especially with like going through so many physical changes in terms of like, you know, like getting this huge belly and Mm -hmm. your skin stretching out and then all of a sudden going back in. Like I feel, 
I feel like it wouldn't be uncommon for someone to have to come out of that process and feel very like self-conscious about their body or totally. Or, yeah, or, well, it's changed. Like, I know any time in my, like, development when I've lost weight or gained weight or, you know, like, you know, had acne or, you know, whatever. There's like sick and then healthy again. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, your skin goes through changes and your body goes through changes and you feel sexier at different times. And, yeah, I just met... You're kind of getting used to a new body. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. I do love how everyone's experience is completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that like, I always feel like I want to point out because there's always going to be, there's going to be someone listening exactly, to this right yeah. now who's going, that wasn't me. That fucking bitch. Like yeah. that wasn't me. Like yeah. it was a horrible experience. Mm-hmm. And like my birth was so shitty and I haven't had sex since and yeah. like whatever. But that's the thing is like everyone goes through it completely differently. Totally. And it's never the same for, for everyone. And yeah. Can we talk more about um, the body positivity and, like, other ways that you're raising your kid with, like, in this culture? Because I, the only, like, body autonomy thing that I'd ever heard before was, like, don't make your kids hug people if they don't feel like doing it. But I had never, I had never heard the other things that you'd mentioned. So I'm wondering what else you know and how did you learn these things? (laughs) I've, like, when I was pregnant, I did a lot of reading and, like, I just... The sort of in the sense of like don't make your kids hug people like I remember as like a four-year-old not wanting like not that I didn't like like my great aunts it's like I just didn't know them very well you see them like once every so often and I feel like out of politeness I have to hug them and, and it just made me say. feel they're like be be polite you know and yeah like, oh, and just like weird have, like now consciously like the effects that that had had on like my kind of sexual history right mm. I don't not that like everything's cool my parents like didn't like fuck me up but um all of our parents they, they, everyone fu- everyone's parents everyone. fucks them up yeah big way um so yeah just being really conscious of that um again noticing emotions and things yeah. like that so like when um i had my son i probably looked like a crazy person to all my family and i was like if he does not want to hug he does not want to hug if he wants to high five, I'll ask him whatever he wants to do. You know, like, oh, do you want to give like grandma a hug? Do you want to give her a high five? Do you want to blow her a kiss? What do you like? What's your mm-hmm. what's your choice? What do you want to do with your body? And the same with like, I let him pick out his clothes um, with the washing himself. He like takes ownership of his own body um, in that sense. So those are like the, my three like main things that cool. I'm really like pushing for him to like notice the emotions and have empathy and realize all that things which really makes like you know when he's like a little bit older and has a little bit more understanding be like okay when you do that that makes me feel this way how would you feel if i was doing that to you how would that make you feel right is that like a team effort between you and your husband totally like he's totally on board yeah as well. he's in he's on board with me yeah that's weird, cool crazy like <laughs> and is it something that you you broached and we're, we're like look this is kind of how i would like to do this or was he like yeah we both think the same thing i mean i definitely like brought it mm-hmm. up and like this is really important to me mm-hmm. um and then he was like oh of course that all makes a lot of sense yeah. um, why wouldn't we do that so uh, curious so you give your your uh your what's his uh, no Son. I don't even have to say his name um, <laughs> some, I know some people are like don't use my fucking kid's name um, uh, when you give him the opportunity to like choose his clothing yeah does he generally uh, 
have you noticed like whether or not he has a innate sort of style or or just like does he generally go yeah i like the blue things over the pink things or i like you know the overalls over the dresses like does is he very much drawn to boy in quotations stuff or is he kind of just like well, if i fucking like this skirt put that on me yeah so he he doesn't have any skirts not yet anyway we'll see how what he chooses next <laughs> yeah but he's like he loves like pink he loves um he's really like character and animal driven so like he has a couple shirts that have like dogs or like Mm -hmm. snoopy or like whatever um on it and he loves that so regardless of whether it's like a boy shirt or a girl shirt like Mm -hmm. he's totally he's like he likes what's he likes things with stuff going on Mm -hmm. right so it's not necessarily color or this or that and most of, I, if he could decide, he would be naked. But there's a certain standard that I'm like, all right, buddy. Sure. Like, yeah. there's some it's things November. that I have to decide. Like, all right, there's a certain standard. You got to wear some clothes. What yeah. about toys? Like, uh, does he does he go towards specific kinds of toys and stuff like that? He really likes, um, like tiny things that he can put together. Mm. Like he likes blocks and assembly. I mean, he tends to stereotypically go for like boy. Yeah toys at this point but he also really likes like stuffies and he doesn't care if it's like girl he doesn't seem to like care and we tried not to push like oh that's for girls that's for boys so he doesn't really know the difference like you know just even just to have the choice you know like I for sure I didn't really have any choices growing up you know it was just like this is the way you are this is what you play with these are the colors you wear well you know what though I'm just thinking of little like (coughs) four year old Jeremy like looking at commercials on TV or advertisements in like Sears catalog and being like I want that toy (laughs) but it's all generally geared towards like um like a probably um male Mm. uh kind of targeted advertising like yeah, we take right. it for granted how much we are conditioned not just by our parents but like advertising yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah you know i feel like I, there's a memory that i have where around the same time they had that uh what was that thing called where um it was like the betty crocker it was like a little cooking thing where you can make like uh yeah the what was that little oven easy bake easy bake easy bake yeah. oven okay Easy Bake Oven came out, and that was that was for the girls. That was for the that was that was geared towards the girls. Mm-hmm. Around the same time, there was one that came out, and it was like a creepy crawly oven, mm-hmm. and it was the same idea except you're using like gelatin to like make these like little scorpions, and that was for the boys. And all my friends had the fucking creepy crawly thing. I think my sister's friend had like the Easy Bake Oven, and I was like, man, I want that fucking Easy Bake Oven. I like I want to be making. Cookie. You get snacks out of it. Yeah. Snacks all the yeah. time. Like, what the fuck is with this? I mean, if I could eat these little gummies, like if these were edible candy scorpions, and yeah, I want that. But no, I want the, I want the, I want to make brownies, man. Like, give me the brownies, give me the score cookies that are currently on this table right here that people can't see. Like, I, that was the shit that I wanted, but I couldn't have it because I wasn't a boy, or I couldn't speak up and say I wanted it because I knew oh, fear well, that's of teasing, a fucking girl toy. Yeah, exactly. Fear of teasing or fear of just like my parents like questioning my choices or whatever. You know, like, <laughs> whereas I'm sure my dad would be like, "Fuck yeah, man! You want to make some? Uh, mm. Let's get your mom to bake something because I'm I'm your dad and I don't bake." <laughs> One of Classic my most dad. memorable periods of time in my childhood is this like. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know how many month period where it was just me and my dad uh, before I married my stepmom. And I was like, we're poor. I don't think I remember that at the time, but it was like, whatever toys happened to end up in my house, probably it's like remote control for the television or something. <laughs> yeah, like right. pots and pans. Pots and pans are non-binary, uh, non-gender uh, toys. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Just makes noise. If you're small enough, you can get in them. But we all know that boys like to make more noise than girls, right? So just yeah. You are you are 100%. so fucking sexist, Brady. <laughs> we all know that boys like the sound of their own voices, right? Especially white boys. That's very true for me. Those for myself, goddamn white men. God damn it! <laughs> ah! Oh man, what was he for Halloween? Uh, he was Chase from the Paw Patrol, the show that. That's the big shit. Paw Patrol? Is it's, that the... you, if you go in a store, now you will notice it. Oh, yeah? It's basically, it's kind of like Batman in the sense, like, there's this, like, young orphan, we assume, boy, who has a lot of money, and his, like, puppies are the emergency response team for the town. What? <laughs> it's insane. Like Richie Rich meets yeah, uh, Rich. town oh puppies. Yeah, so God, there's, like, a police dog. A nostalgic throwback. This is amazing. Yeah, uh, like all sorts of different, you know, firefighter dog. This dog, right. Uh, you know, I have a kid show on TV that acts as a great babysitter. So I've been told. Okay. Uh, it's called Art Zuka. I think and I've, heard I've of that. had some parents actually be like, "He's the, had some pretty hot moms that actually had a number of hot moms. Yeah, that <laughs> that are big, big." big fans uh but no i've been told that they've used it like legitimately they're like it's the best babysitting half hour ever Ever. just like plop their kids down i feel like your little guy be a little too young maybe it's like geared towards like five five to nine we'll get you then there's some fucking colors though it's a bunch of colorful shit yeah yeah i don't know it's funny i watched it on the plane i was like uh, i watched on the last plane i was on west and i don't want to like watch all of your episodes or anything of our duka but um i was like number one fan yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly the number one hot mom yeah (laughs) i'm programming like my seat partners like tv show to watch it too that's my husband (laughs) um but you actually look like you're like 15 it's crazy it's insane because i know that you're like totally crushable as like the babysitter Mm -hmm. um of children's tv and and so i'm watching and i'm listening to your voice and i'm just imagining like that the sex appeal of that it's so weird yeah dude it's super weird like i look way way young yeah and super goofy as fuck it's like and what's up with those sideburns (laughs) like dude what the fuck were they thinking like the makeup team back then we wanted to look 15 but like one would kind of look like a man exactly (laughs) let's get those sideburns growth he's figuring it out uh (laughs) figuring it out yeah i had someone recognize me the other day for artsuka which never ever happens because i look vastly different like if you saw me on artsuka and now it's very very different but it was a couple of parents and they were like they were thank you yeah they were smitten though they were just so excited they couldn't believe like i think we should do a was there turn me on live show that's art zuka themed i do not think that would fly the same color like t-shirt that was your uniform definitely definitely not no we could assemble something fun no it'd be weird let's have a baby no what no do you ever sometimes? Nope. Not not even sometimes you're like, oh, you know, I kind of want one. Uh, I thought about it once. <clears throat> um, 
I mean, I always just assumed, because that's what people do, yeah. that I would have kids. And then uh, um, we, you know, we got married and they just never were, well, they we had talked about adopting or like um, in vitro, because uh, with cystic fibrosis, Jeremy, we My sperm is so strong that it actually just like explodes the egg. Right. Um, yeah, it's a crazy, it's a genetic uh, strength thing. I'm very strong. Right. It feels cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's like fireworks in my yeah. hoo-ha. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, so no, I just, I think once we got married and started doing the life thing, I was like, how do people even yeah. afford this? Like, yeah. um, And then it, I got just really not into the idea either because we started pursuing these, like, creative careers. And But um, I guess what I'm asking is, like, do you ever, because I don't, I don't. We've talked about this at length. I don't, I, I have no... Uh, desires to have a kid but do you ever have like the the like desire to get knocked up no yeah like the the hormonal like oh god I gotta have a kid in me yeah pretty much every time I have sex when I'm ovulating ovulating uh, okay. I'm like, but I mean oh, I well, don't that's... really want yeah. Yeah. a kid well that's super interesting just your What's body that taking feel over like? is that like a weird that sounds it's exciting right like my whole um pelvis feels like you're just poking condoms with a with like going around just poking all the condoms holes in all of them all right like that you kinda? already know so <laughs> yeah. i thought you were poking the holes <laughs> um uh no it's like um it's an excitement it's like i don't know it's like butterflies in my mm. in my abdomen mm-hmm. the whole time sex is happening uh steph are you now that you're kind of deep into marriage yeah deep ish it's been a few years. Yeah. Um, do you have any, do you have any, like, do you ever wonder or think, like, what will happen if sex becomes boring with your partner? Or do you ever have any kind of, like, well, if, if that starts to happen, like, I know we can do this to spice it up, or maybe we'll try this. Yeah, I mean, we've been <laughs> pretty lucky so far. We're still like experimenting and like finding new things that we like within like each other's like realm of pleasure um but also like sometimes if it's just like if you just get the job done we're just happy that like we were able to like connect as like partners and make each other feel good so that's I feel like we haven't like thought too far and like oh my gosh in 15 years what if we're not fucking the way we should be fucking like Mm -hmm. um right now we're just like this was good. We had 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's kind of a, an upside of like having a kid. Yeah. It's like it really makes you appreciate those special moments when that you can have them because it's so f- few and far between or like yeah. so hard to like actually get that time. Yeah, in. there's an effort. There's mm-hmm. an effort put into like making it happen. Totally. Mm-hmm. Which I hear on a lot of relationship podcasts or like relationship, um, like modern relationship books that I read is like, yeah, everybody thinks it's just gotta happen naturally and spontaneously, but like, nah, you gotta make, schedule it. Yeah, mm-hmm. which sounds so Boring. unerotic, yeah. but yeah, I guess you mean you do it and you see the benefits. But when you schedule it and you take your pants off and all of a sudden your penis has glasses and a mustache and a big white beard, surprise! You know, like that's <clears throat> spontaneous. Oh, you're wearing the the glasses. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. You know, I, put a bow tie I, on it. I don't know. <laughs> Give it a wig. 
Oh God, Bigby. Yeah, he just threw He's up just, in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, he was like, oh God, don't <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, don't talk about the wig. Uh, <laughs> uh, Steph, is there anything we haven't touched on that you're hoping we would kind of oh nibble um, on? <laughs> I don't think. I was just like looking forward to like chatting with you guys, bringing a lame version of the sex conversation. Not I don't think it's lame at all. I think that that is going to be really cool for that. This is going to be really cool for young parents or new, like expecting people to have. And like one thing that I really, I really am so grateful for, but this project is hearing from people who say that they listen to episodes with their partners and that opens up a conversation. Mm -hmm. And so like we, got lucky that we both chose not wanting kids mm-hmm. because most people have those conversations before they get married and figure those things out and that could have gone really badly if yeah, we wanted was, different things yeah if i really badly wanted a kid and you didn't or mm-hmm. vice versa yeah could have been really bad yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. i think this is a good conversation start yeah and also our like primary demographic is like 25 to 35 right. and a lot of people who are having kids these days fall within that range you mm-hmm. know what i mean like um so yeah i feel like are you gonna like, have more kids I don't oh, yeah. know. Like, he's so good that I can see how people are, like, tricked into having more. Mm-hmm. Do you have any brothers and sisters? I do. I have an older brother. Right. We're close, like, 18 months. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it was great. Yeah. I have had, like, a miscarriage since um, having my son. So, that was a shitty thing that happened. Um, yeah, miscarriages suck. Yeah, it would be the latter of the two that I would pick. Yeah. Um, How far along were you? I was only about like eight, ten weeks. So it was um, not that far. But the pain of that associated to is like the pain from labor is like so much worse. I would. Really? Because there's an emotional component? Because it's emotional because it's like loss associated with it. Uh, Like when I was in labor, like it was also just like adrenaline and like let's. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, and I feel I think Let's for a lot of people, baby. or for some people, like miscarriage is super painful. It period. was, like, yeah. It's, you know, we spoke about I it didn't on, know that. on mm-hmm. Sick Boy podcast, and it was really hard mm-hmm. for our guest. Hey, Big B, how about you make a little more noise for for everyone? Shy now. <laughs> Thank you for adding to the conversation. Um. um uh, oh, I, but I, I didn't know that about a, um, uh, about miscarriage. But it, and how is that pretty? Because I've heard about it in first pregnancies, but mm-hmm. is it pretty common that it happens? Like? It's one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. Pretty oh, okay. much, like that's, um, a that's the statistic. Very it's high a, yeah, percentage. So it happens to a lot of women, but again, it's like one of those things that women like don't like to talk, don't about. talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry if I asked too many questions. No, not at all. Um, so. For me, I was off work probably for about a week when it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And were you guys, you guys were trying to get pregnant again? Or was it like, oh, I'm pregnant again. Well, here we go. Yahoo. Yeah, it was kind of more so the latter Mm -hmm. of that. Um, Like I, my body doesn't take to birth control. Like it's just not in my body's realm of possibilities. It just makes me crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So... It had happened, and, like, I was, like, spotting, and I was like, well, this didn't 
it didn't feel right in my body the way that when I was pregnant with my son, like I just, it felt so different than the first time, which I get every pregnancy is different, but I'm like, something doesn't feel right. So I was spotting and I was going for blood tests all the time. So they'd watch my hormone levels. And I like got the call from my doctor when I was leaving work one day, like everything looks really good. You don't have to go back for blood work anymore. Here we go. Round two. And I got home. We finished supper. I went to pee. And it was like a massacre of like, like, it's, and I was like having cramping and I was like, something's not right. I know something's not right. But my doctor just called me and told me everything was all right. Oh, that must have been trippy. So it was like, you know, two hours before that, I was like, all right, here we go. We're in this again. We can get excited about this. That's a, that's a big flip of the switch. And then like two hours later, it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So. Holy smokes. Well. One in four. That's One in four. wild. Yeah. Because like some women have 13 babies. Yeah. Like it's human walking around the world. Super common. Super and that's, common. The, that's the thing. And that was the thing that we talked about on, on Sick Boy when we mm-hmm. covered it was like nobody talks about it. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about it. Like it's just this like crazy secretive thing, which is so bananas because mm-hmm. if it, you know, it's like if we did just have an open dialogue about it and people were more apt to sharing the fact that they go through this thing, mm-hmm. there's so much more room for support. Yeah. And probably Same acceptance. Like, probably yeah. like, oh, this is a very real thing that, yeah. you know, don't get, yeah, until... Yeah, and yeah. it's like the same with, like, abortion. Like, one in three pregnancies and an abortion as well. Yeah. And it's just, like... But there's, I mean, a, a whole lot of other... Yeah, there's other stuff involved, for sure. Involved but, mm-hmm. in that, but, yeah. But true, people don't really talk about it. Yeah. There's no support system. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, thanks for coming in, Steph. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was yeah, fun. It was, was very fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, and thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week, as always, with another episode. And in the meantime, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Hit subscribe, rate, and review. We say it every week, but we say it every week because we mean it every week. And uh, we're on Instagram, and uh, there's lots of really sexy bum photos on our Instagram. People just send us their butts, and then we Feel put free. them up. To include your butt. If you want your butt up there. We need some, like, butt diversity. I want some colored butts. Yeah. I want some P-O-C butt. I really like the group butt shots. Those are great. Yeah. yeah. Send in those as long as you have, like, a friend that's a person of color. There's a, there's not a single... There's all white butts. Fuck the white butts. Let's How get do some, you know? Because yeah. I'm the one that's putting it up. Okay. I'm the one that's putting all those butts up. All right. Okay. I, don't, I don't think we have a single person of color on there with a butt. They don't have butts. <laughs> they don't have butts. That's the thing. So we got to change it up. So we're gonna, so we're going to be featuring um, uh, uh, cocks and hoo ha's from here on out. Kunani. This, this is a Spaghetti. terrible sign off. Um, uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. <laughs> How can people get a hold of us, Brady? They can get in touch with us at turnmeonpodcast at gmail or we have submission forms on the website yeah. uh, where you could apply to be a guest. Send us your butt. Ask us a, a brain boner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Send us your brain boners. Questions. Mm-hmm. All those questions. Yeah. Uh, that is it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.